0: Hey guys, it's Robert from The College Investor, and today we are talking about earnest money, what you need to know, how much is enough, and this is all about real estate. I've kind of been on a real estate kick lately for some reason, but this is all great because I think it's important to have this discussion. Now this article and podcast came from a discussion with a member of the ChooseFi community, which we love that group over at ChooseFi, and we were talking about how much is enough earnest money, uh, and they were shocked when I said in my last house, we put down $100,000 as earnest money, and people were kind of like, whoa, what is going on here? But it is kind of crazy how this earnest money conversation comes about, what you need to think about, and uh, understanding how it all works. So, Earnest money is your deposit that you put into escrow when you buy a home. It's not a down payment. Um, it's often less than your down payment, but it's a good faith gesture, and it says to the seller that you are serious about purchasing the home. And the bottom line is, is that if you don't follow through as a buyer on your Part of the transaction, and you remove your contingencies and different things, and you don't close because of something that you did, uh, you could lose that earnest money. The seller could take it. Um, And so that's why it's risky to put down a lot of earnest money. Um, But at the same time, it could be an important factor in your real estate transaction. So there are a number of factors that go into ensuring that your earnest money satisfies the seller and how you get it back. Um, So let's just talk a little bit about what earnest money is. So... How does it come about? When you and the seller have come to an agreement on the home's purchase price, you start moving forward with like your formal signatures on the offer and everything, and as you break down the offer, you have the purchase price, and then you have your down payment, and you have like some other terms, you might have some other stuff in there, and then you get to this thing where it's earnest money, and this is what you're gonna send to escrow. Basically, as soon as that real estate contract is signed, you're gonna deposit that money in escrow on day one. Usually, you have to do it within like seventy two hours. Um, to show that you are good faith into this transaction, um, and the seller gets a copy that says that it was there, um, but the seller sees your financial skin in the game up front. Uh, I typically never see—I've uh, never seen a real estate transaction go through without earnest money. I'm sure it happens, but the typical amount of earnest money is one to five percent of the home's purchase price. So, if you're going to buy a hundred thousand dollar house, it's going to be a thousand dollars, five hundred thousand maybe $5,000, but that changes. Like most things in a home purchase, uh, the seller wants to see a high amount of earnest money and the buyer wants to see a low amount of earnest money and you can negotiate that. Um, but if it's a, a seller's market, uh, if it's a hot real estate market, you're probably gonna have to come to a table with a lot more. Um, so don't be surprised. You know, If you see a house on the market for 30 or 60 days, you know, a 1% earnest money deposit, might work just fine because the deal is going to hinge on other factors especially if it's not hot but if you are in a market where a home goes on the market and there's 10 to 15 offers on day one having a huge amount of earnest money up front can give you a really solid position it shows that you are um, really you know willing to put your money on the table that the deal is going to get closed and if you're a seller seeing a offer with a large amount of earnest money is is uh, usually a good sign. I mean, it means that these people are interested in getting the deal done, and they're willing to put their skin in the game to do it. Uh, So when you deposit your earnest money, it's held in the escrow account for the whole transaction. And it definitely, it goes to the sale price. It's not like it like isn't a special magical thing. Um, But you know, the escrow account holds this money until everything is met. So you know, there's ways that you don't lose your earnest money though. So there's still other aspects of the transactions. And you know, this means adding deadlines and contingencies. So contingencies are your get-out clauses into the deal because unforeseen things can happen during the process. And you might not even have any idea what you're going to expect, get encounter when you get into the house. So you might have a financing contingency or an appraisal contingency or a home inspection contingency or a title contingency. Um, these are all things that you get lined up, but if you remove these contingencies or submit an offer with no contingencies, your earnest money is totally on the line for example, um, we did a deal where we put uh, earnest money down and we had our contingencies and we did our home inspection and there was a lot of issues with the house and it would have caused substantial um, you know, money to repair. But the sellers were not interested in d- reducing the price of the sale or compensating or even doing the repairs. So we pulled everything out and ended the deal um, on our home inspection contingency and we got refunded from escrow our earnest money. Um, the important thing is to never give up your right to cancel your purchase until you are 100% certain that you are going to be able to close. So this means having your loan ready to go, having everything ready to go. You know, writing an offer with no contingencies can be favorable in hot markets, um, but if you remove your contingencies and you don't close, you could be out your earnest money, and that is scary. It's also important to know that your contract has deadlines. So usually these contingencies have to be removed by a certain period of time so in like a 30-day escrow you might have a 10 or a 17-day contingency period at which point you need to remove those contingencies. If you don't remove the contingencies, the seller can give you what's called a notice to perform. And that means usually you have like 24 or 48 hours to remove your contingencies or bail. And at that point in time, if you don't perform after you receive that notice, the seller can take your contingency, cancel the deal, or sorry, can take your earnest money, cancel the deal, and send you on your way. And this is where those real estate agents are there to help. So a solid real estate agent can. help you navigate how to write a strong offer with a good amount of earnest money. They can also ensure that your earnest money is protected by making sure you're meeting all these timelines and stuff. But at the same time, nobody's going to care more about your money than you do. So it's your house, it's your money, it's potentially you know, your earnest money that you're depositing if you're the buyer, and nobody's going to care more about that than you. So it's important that you know these things, you understand how it works, you know how to protect yourself, and you know how to write a strong real estate deal so that you can get the house that you want to buy. All right. Hopefully that educated you, enlightened you a bit. It's an interesting topic. I love kind of talking about this real estate stuff, even though we don't dive into it super often. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Come check us out on the blog, thecollegeinvestor.com, and I will talk to you next time. Thanks.